listener production. Yet another sluggish performance for the Australian share market. And a flurry of companies out with profit results today. Find out how they did. Good afternoon. I'm Steve. I'm Laura. It's Thursday, the 28th of September. Welcome to the Comsec Market Update. Good afternoon, Laura. Good afternoon. Another day? Another dollar. Another loss, potentially, as well. (laughs) Probably. We'll wait and see. I mean, we're heading into the close again and the market's not doing so well. No. We'll see if we stay where we are at the moment. But if we do, the ASX 200 is in negative territory slightly for a third consecutive day. I've been watching the market very closely all day. Mm. So at the start of the session, the market was down by about a tenth of 1%. Shortly after, we started lifting ahead of those retail sales figures coming out, which we'll talk about shortly. So we're up 0.3%, so about a third of 1% just before those figures came out, we shot up. We dipped a little when they came out, then we went back up, then we went back down. In a nutshell, a choppy session, and we're currently down just a little bit less than a tenth of 1%. So it could go either way at this point. Yeah, and it's the penultimate day of the month. One session left, of course, in September. At the moment, the ASX 200 is down roughly 3.8%. So not doing so well this month, you know, on track to be the worst month of 2023. You know, things can happen tomorrow, of course, and change that around a little, but we'll wait and see what happens. And there has been a long list of concerns we've talked about recently. And, you know, there are concerns, again, resurfacing about China's property market with one relatively major player, the Evergrande going into a trading halt today and, today, yeah. and then oil prices have also continued to strengthen. So that's well, part of the reason why we had movements in certain sectors today. They right? actually hit one month, uh, one year highs rather. So that was massive. They were up, what was it, three, like three and a half percent or yep. 3.7% last night, which was massive. As soon as I opened my eyes, I saw that and I was like, wow. The first thing I look at in the morning. That's the foot, like you went, you opened your eyes and yeah. then you just looked it at was, the oil price. It was <laughs> right there. There you go. Yeah, there you have you it. Have a screen <laughs> of live oil price in front of your, on the on ceiling. My ceiling. <laughs> because, you know, it's important to get the commodity prices first thing. Exactly. So that's appreciated. Yep. 12% lift in September as well, oil prices. Mm, massive. Um, 35% higher in three months. So there has been a bit of a, a shortage of supply with a couple of countries, Russia and Saudi Arabia in particular, mm-hmm. making cuts. And that's been pushing prices higher. It's been one aspect anyway. So that's certainly played a part in what we saw in energy stocks today because Whoa. they really shot up, didn't they? They definitely saw it. It was definitely big energy, energy. Exactly. <laughs> energy um, stocks at the moment as a sector up almost 3%. So no sector has come close. I mean, the materials, which includes all the big resource names, up about half a percent. They were the next best. And then mm-hmm. the rest of the market, all the other sectors at the moment, all in negative territory. Exactly. And consumer discretionary is doing worse. We'll just mm. point that one out. So that's mostly due to West Farmers at the moment. Yeah. So what did we see across the different stocks? Well, actually, well before we... Well, hold on. Hold yes, on. Let's talk retail sales first. Go for it. Let's talk about it because this, is, this was sort of the key event of the week that we we're all sort of waiting for. And basically the report showed that Aussies are crunching their spending habits on the back of higher interest rates and inflation. So the number came in a little softer than expected. We were expecting to see a lift of 0.3 over August. We saw a lift of 0.2. And to note as well, this was mostly due to a boost in spending at cafes, restaurants and takeaway services. 
which actually hit a record high. So people just can't control their spending yeah. when, when it comes to food, which I can resonate with there yeah. as well. But that yeah, was also, eat, I guess, yeah, yeah. a girl's got to eat, a guy's got to eat, anyone's got to eat, really. Yeah, it's very um, important. It's, yes. it's actually <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, almost as important as breathing. And anyway, that was boosted by the FIFA Women's World Cup as well. Breathing? <laughs> no. <laughs> Retail sales, I've got you. Yeah, that's um, the one. You're right. So this is one of the more important updates on spending that we get. It's kind of a really early preliminary look at what spending's like. And retail trade is only up roughly 1.5% over the past year. Mm-hmm. And, of course, yesterday we had the inflation stats as well, right? Or was it on Tuesday that we had the monthly inflation figures out? Anyway, this week we had monthly inflation. <laughs> All the days was, blur into one. I don't even know what day is it. What, it, what day it is today? Exactly, and it was smack bang in line with expectations. Mm. So I guess both of these components together are important for what could happen to interest rates next week. Yep, they're most likely going to stay on the sidelines, yep. and that'll be the fourth month in a row, which is massive because we had how many consecutive months? Was it eleven? Yeah, we had twelve rate Tw- hikes. Twelve since May last year. What was that in a row, or was it eleven in a row? One pause and then a hike. Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, anyway. Yeah, exactly. So um, that's going to be important. Also, Commonwealth Bank tweaked its expectations for where they think rates might be over the next year or so slightly. So previously, the expectation was that rates might stay where they are and then, you know, potentially cut next year in March. That's been pushed back slightly. So the expectation now is that we might get a rate hike in May 2024. Hike? Cut. Cut. Yes, uh, which would be which would be good because they keep sort of pushing that date back. They're like, you know, maybe early in twenty twenty four, and now it's moving towards mid twenty twenty four. It's difficult it? to predict these, it these is, things, it and is. it depends and on data, data that comes out, right? Yeah. So if you know, inflation dependent. and retail spending were showing a different picture today, it would have been a, a different story altogether. Exactly, but dividends, as you were about yeah. to get to before retail sales. Plenty today. There was actually 30 stocks trading ex-dividend, but mostly smaller companies and ETFs paying out their dividends, though. That's a different story. It was actually the biggest day of the year for dividend Mm -hmm. payments. Yeah, so almost $18 billion um, (laughs) paid out to shareholders today. And as we said yesterday, there were five companies that paid out most of these. So, Mm. And these are five of the biggest companies on the market as well. So Or one of, like, the biggest as well. The biggest, BHP, the second biggest, CBA. And then you've got Fortescue, Woodside, Telstra. So some of the larger stocks in their respective fields as well. But then IAG, IGO, Prometicus, Accent Group, Santos, IDP Education. So a really long list. But mm-hmm. this is kind of the peak of at least this month when companies are paying out dividends. Exactly. Massive, massive day. And just to quickly wrap it up, CBA, $2.40 per share. BHP, $1.25. Woodside, one Point two what a dollar twenty four cents Telstra eight and a half cents IAG nine cents and the rest if you hold those shares maybe look into it if you don't know what you're getting because we can't <laughs> list them all unfortunately yeah, too much, too I'd much love to, to but yeah it's a little bit too much and we've only got about ten minutes for this podcast <laughs> <laughs> and look if we look at another or some stocks today that made headlines the worst at this stage heading into the close is Brickworks which is down by roughly six and a half percent so this is the company that uh, one of the larger sellers of, of bricks, of cement, of roofing, of building products, handed down its results. It said that revenues were up about 8% over the year. So it's selling more of its building products in the United States and also Australia. One of the reasons why revenues rose is that it's been increasing prices on its products. But on the flip side, its profits more than halved to about 395 million bucks. And it blamed that partly on higher costs. So it's forking out way more on things like 
maintenance work on its workers and its employees. Electricity prices have been on the way up. The interesting thing about Brickworks, though, is its dividend. So it's paying out 42 cents, slight improvement on what it paid out last year. Now, it's actually either maintained or increased its dividend payment each year for 47 straight years. Wow. There aren't too many companies that can say they're about their dividend payments. Sol Pattinson didn't do so great today either after releasing their annual earnings results, which for them ends on the 31st of July rather than June, which is when most companies end. It reported a 9% drop in profit to $759 million. Of course, quoting an uncertain and tough time for the economy, which we've sort of been hearing across most companies. And given the current climate, it also pointed out that they reallocated almost $1 billion of their money away from the equity share market and more into private markets to free up more cash to react to opportunities if they arise. But it did actually boost its final dividend to 51 cents per share compared with 43 cents the same time last year. The companies lifted their dividend for the past 23 years, so not quite in line with Brickworks, but still pretty good. 23 years in a row lifting, that's that's not bad at all. But still, investors hit that sell button and ahead of the close, its shares are down roughly 6%. It's the second worst just after Brickworks. Yeah, and they're both linked in many ways, Sol mm-hmm. Pattinson and also Brickworks. So if we look at the Sol Pattinson's holders or you know people that hold companies that hold stakes in in the group, 26% of Sol Pattinson is owned by Brickworks. It's the largest shareholder. Elsewhere, <laughs> there are a few other stocks Smooth. that made, uh, made, <laughs> got some attention. Premier Investments was one of them. So this is the group behind very well-known brands in the retail space that you definitely would all be aware of. Smiggle, mm. Peter That's Alexander. That's your favorite, right? <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> Peter Alexander, you've got Just Jeans, JJ's, Dotty, and many others as well. So it released its results. Sales up close to 10% to about $1.6 billion. Uh, its profits fell about 5% to about $271 million. Not seeing much movement in Premier's share price today, mainly because it really well telegraphed and flagged this about a month ago to investors. But Peter Alexander... Sales were up 11%, record sales in the lead up to Christmas and Mother's Day as well. And Smiggle has been doing quite nicely, partly because kids are going back to school again. Mm, That's how it makes a lot of its money. So school closures during the pandemic, not great for uh, the the pens and stationery and stuff that it sells. So it's had a number of collaborations with well-known brands like Harry Potter, Minecraft, Disney, the Matildas, the AFL as well. Exactly right. And looking ahead to tonight, my best mate, JP, will be having a bit of a chat. Actually, it's more like tomorrow morning, our time here in Sydney. So 6am, he'll be talking. And of course, we're always listening in closely whenever we hear a central banker talk. We're wanting to hear what their insights are about interest rates ahead. But of course, we have had that sort of repeated messaging of interest rates staying higher for longer. So probably along the lines of that. Probably. I mean, JP, Jerome Powell, he's the head of the US Central Bank, the Federal Reserve. Oh, I should Reserve. have mentioned that for um, those that don't not, listen yeah. all the time. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, he's the big boss there that decides what to do with interest rates, essentially. The interesting thing here is the timing of, of the speech, so 6am Sydney time, so right at the close of the US market. So mm. probably won't have an opportunity to see a response from the US markets. But there'll be also an update on economic growth mm-hmm. later on this evening in the US. There'll be some inflation stats out of Spain, which generally doesn't have a huge impact on most markets, but it will still be one to watch. And tomorrow? Yep. Plenty more companies paying out dividends, including Origin Energy, 20 cents per share, Bendigo and Adelaide Bank, 32 cents per share, AMP, 
two and a half cents per share. Then we have like Perpetual, Credit Corp, Ramsey Healthcare, Monodelphus, handful of others. Yeah. And the next couple of sessions, so Friday and next Monday, are going to be holiday interrupted. So it'll be interesting to see if that reduces the amount of activity in markets and how much money flows through. So tomorrow is a state holiday in Victoria ahead of the AFL Grand Final. And then Monday, we've also got Labor Day and I believe the King's birthday in Queensland. So there's going to be holidays all over the place. But just for those of you wondering, we will still be here Friday and Monday. So you won't miss your latest share market news. We won't be going anywhere. No. Uh, When the share market's open, we're we're open. Money never sleeps. No. Neither do we. No. I just wanted to say there's also some data coming out of China tomorrow, their PMIs, so manufacturing surveys. And of course, with everything that's happening with China Mm -hmm. at the moment, those are going to be very closely looked at. So... On that note, have a good evening. On that note, yes. Have a lovely night, everyone. We'll catch you back here tomorrow. Adios. This podcast is prepared, approved and distributed in Australia by Commonwealth Securities Limited, ABN 60067-254-399, AFSL 238814. The information does not take into consideration your objectives, financial situation or needs. Consider the appropriateness of the information before acting and if necessary, seek appropriate professional advice. Listener.